Have you ever felt stuck or uninspired staring at a blank page? As designers, it is literally our job to be constantly inspired and be creative on demand, which can be really overwhelming. I know because I've been there, feeling like my last good idea was my last good idea. I'm Brandy C. I've been designing for over 20 years, and I believe that every designer deserves to have a process that will get them past the creative block. The process I've developed uses a powerful words-first method. This online course will give you powerful tools to craft epic concepts, unlock your own inspiration, research in new and exciting ways, and so much more. The Strategic Process Essentials course has everything you need to stop wasting time, get past creative block, and create work that gets noticed. Get a sneak peek of the course at brandyc.com courses. Welcome to Design Speaks. We're here to empower you to unlock your own inspiration so you can take control of your creativity. I'm your host, Brandy C. Joining me is my co-host, Julie Heider. Today, we're going to be talking about productive procrastination. So stay tuned for that coming up later in the show. Hi, Julie. Hey, Brandy. How you doing? Good. Good. So... I'd like to think I'm a pretty productive person, but what does it even mean to be really, truly productive? Is it just getting things done? What do you think? Mm, That's a good question. (laughs) Um, I think that you can be productive without actually doing things. I think also like thinking things through, coming up with ideas, stuff like that, where you're not necessarily like checking something off a list or like doing something. You'd just be sitting on the couch thinking. Right. <laughs> but that could still be productive, I yeah. think. So there's lots of ways to be productive, but today we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about productive procrastination, which sounds like an oxymoron, and we will chat more about that. But first, I want to know what you've been up to. Uh, let's see. Um, so one fun thing I've done lately. Okay. Well, backing it up just a little bit. I'm trying to come up with more ways to spend less time looking at screens because I just do that all the time. I spend all day at work on my computer and then I take my breaks and, and do my evening personal time by like watching something on TV (laughs) or getting on the computer again or playing video games. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I need some non-screen time Good for you <laughs> yeah so I have been um so a while back I started trying um cross stitch and that was a lot of fun but then I thought I would venture out into doing embroidery which I did a little bit of that last year and then things kind of got crazy and I didn't do anything for a while but I just got a new book with some fun new patterns in it and so I've been doing a little bit of that lately and it's just really fun um and with embroidery you have like a lot of freedom like you don't have to use the same colors that they recommend or fabric or um even just the way you stitch it you can do it differently that's kind of what I was doing on my last project I was just going to town on it, started to do something wrong. And I was like, oh, well, I don't have to fix it if I don't want to. Like, I can do it however I want to. I can I break to, all the as, rules in cross-stitch. Yeah. As long as I like it. So that was just really fun and just kind of like a fun thing to pick up here and there when I needed a little time. And it also kind of just like lets your brain think, you know? Yeah, it's really, it's really good to have something that you don't um, 
one isn't on a screen necessarily. And I know we talked about that, like Animal Crossing was that for a really long time where you don't have to like think about something. You can just like play. But it is, um, I think painting is that for me. Mm-hmm. Where, because I like to do abstract painting and I don't necessarily always, like sometimes I use my uncommon inspiration, like something I saw and I want to recreate it somehow. Yeah. But more often than not, it's just like, there's like, I set myself up a paint station and I have like things if I just want to start painting, like everything is just ready and I can just go like do mm-hmm. whatever. So I totally get that. Like no goals. Like if something goes wrong, it's fine you just figure it out and keep going so and julie has actually been sharing her little pieces and her progress on her personal instagram and which is what again uh the adventures of julie (laughs) hyder you weren't expecting me to ask that were you (laughs) yeah because she she posts that stuff and it's super cute and it looks like she has a lot of experience so which i don't well, she's good at <laughs> but it. But so. the nice thing with embroidery is when you mess up, you just pull the stitches out and you start over again. Oh, man. I feel like there's an analogy for life in there somewhere. Right. But, okay. So that's awesome. I'm super excited about that. And I, I like, want you to frame something so I can put in my house. Okay. Deal. <laughs> um, what has been inspiring you lately? Oh, man. So... I feel like a terrible mom because I was supposed to share this like three episodes ago, but um, my my husband, oh, you guys all know him. Kenny uh, helps with homeschool days when he's off on Fridays. So on his day, he, he kind of takes over and I get my work day. So a few Fridays ago, he was, uh, my son is going through like learning about like westward expansion and like Oregon Trail and all of that stuff. So they were learning about cattle and how people had to like, how they were fighting over cattle and who's belonged to who and um, learning about branding. And so because my husband's super handy and likes to have a lot more like hands-on tactile kind Mm -hmm. of learning experiences, he helped Caden and up For all of you who are only listening to this, you have to go watch the YouTube video to see the things I'm about to share. So um, he helped him create a brand. So like, this is like my joy because he showed him what a brand is, which is literally like what mommy does is brand things. Mm -hmm. And so it like made this connection for him that like, what a brand does and how it works and like also like the history of it, which is kind of crazy. So um, they made this little brand. It's, um, oh gosh, I can't remember what it stands for now. It's, it's KS. So I think it it was like Caden's, I don't know, something farm or something like that, but it's, (laughs) it's super cute and it's just made out of wire. And he showed him how to like, he, they like heated it up on the stove and burned it into this piece of foam. That's really cool. So that was super inspiring to me because it was like, oh man, I haven't talked a lot about like, which would be a super fun, like bonus episode to do sometime. Like all the different kinds of branding throughout history, which I taught like a whole section of my course at the college on this. And like, this was part of it. And it just like stoked the fire in my brain about like all those different ways of helping people understand like branding and how long it's been around and like the cool intricacies to the history of it. The other thing that I was planning on sharing, because I was supposed to share this a few weeks ago, 
was these Pantone postcards that I finally um, ordered on Amazon. And you can get them on the Pantone website too. But again, you're going to have to get on the video if you want to see what I'm showing. They are There are 100 Pantone color postcards. So they basically look like these giant Pantone swatches. And right now I'm inspired by by these in so many ways that I can't quite figure out what to do just yet. <laughs> I've seen people use them, take them on trips and use them to find these colors in the wild, which is something I kind of do anyway. Um, they, I've seen like really amazing artists like use these and paint on them and use this as kind of like the starting color. Um, That's super cool. I've seen so many different things and I, I'm having a, this, is it like, decision paralysis or something like that where <laughs> there's just too many I can't decide what to do so if if you have any thoughts Julia or if any of you in the audience have any thoughts on what I could do with some of these it'd be it'd be a fun exercise so I haven't actually touched them yet I've had them for like three weeks and I can't I can't like because there's only one of each color and yeah I think I, though that they have more I know <laughs> it's totally one of those things like my husband's like I can't buy you candy because you want to savor it, and then it just sits there till it goes bad. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't want to do that with my Pantone cards. So I'm going to figure this out. Yeah, use but them. that's been really exciting and inspiring for me. So I'm going to do something with those. I used to worry about nothing. Said I'd never grow up in. I fell in love, and it was enough until it wasn't. I used to dream that we could make it. But now I'm working on a paycheck. So my song this week is a new song by Matt Carney. It's called Pontiac. As you know, I'm a huge fan of Matt Carney. I have been for a really long time. And this particular song is a nostalgic look at what he says is a time when getting old was turning 25 and then talks about kind of a relationship dynamic and it goes from this idea of when you were in this time to now you take me back to that feeling of feeling 25 and it's just a sweet little track and as you all know I love a sappy song and I love Matt Carney I know I said that already but this song's really great the the beat and the vibe is really springy and kind of makes me want to get in my car with the windows rolled down so check it out that's my musical inspiration for this week you can find this song and all the music we feature here on the podcast on music from Design Speaks playlist on Spotify. So let's talk about productive procrastination. So I actually did a um, an Instagram post a f like about a month or so ago, maybe a little longer on this and it got a lot of response. Like I didn't, I don't think I expected so many people to resonate with this. So procrastination can often look like action. And that is the basis of what productive procrastination is. Um, 
there's regular procrastination, which is just like putting things off. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm just like not going to do anything and I'm not going to do anything at all. So I'm going to play video game instead, which is never really productive unless you count like the levels that you reach um, <laughs> or the amount of turnips you purchase. Um, so there's that kind of procrastination, which is just like the baseline procrastination. But then productive procrastination is the tricky one, especially for people like us who are generally like pretty high on the producing scale as you know business owners we're always doing something yeah but productive procrastination is this idea that so I know I should be working on editing the podcast or following up on an email but I think instead I'm going to tackle another task that needs doing but it's not a priority like I don't know maybe do the dishes which can totally wait because no one is necessarily waiting on me to do that, but the podcast needs to go out today. Um, right. Things like that. So is there, where have you been in this sort of space where you've been either procrastinating and not realizing you were doing it? Yeah, that definitely happens. <laughs> and um, I think it, yeah, it, it happens very easily when you're maybe dreading something or maybe like dreading sounds so like harsh but you know you're just maybe not not excited about it yeah um yeah but I I do have a few ways to kind of combat that um I mean first obviously is just realizing what you're doing because if you don't know you're doing it then you can't really fix it um so just acknowledging like, oh, yeah, OK, this is what I'm doing. Um, and when we talked in the episode with Erin from Peace and Daily, I think we might have touched on this. And this is something that she and I went over in the 90 day one on one coaching that I did with her um, was like knowing what your priorities are mm-hmm. just in your life in general. And then also knowing what your goals are and just really like she had me in one of our um in one of our coaching calls, just like write down everything that I had to do that or that I said I have to do this week and then look at it and see like, what do I actually need to do? What is actually pushing me towards those goals I have? What falls into one of the categories of my life priorities and the things that didn't, it was like, can I outsource this to someone else? Can I just get it off the plate in altogether you know like if it's really not necessary like it's better just spend my time on the things that are and are exciting and Uh pushing me forward and then get rid of all that other stuff that's just kind of clogging things up so that is can be one way is just to like kind of reevaluate what you're doing because sometimes it is easy to fall into the trap of like oh well like this could be good or like this could be fun or I've never tried this let's do it you know and then partway and you realize like I don't really want to do this it's not really doing anything for me yeah it's and it's not even necessarily always like the whole excitement factor because often there are a ton of things that we need to do right like yeah if I sat down right now which I usually like I usually put a list together for um every week Mm-hmm. Um, I used to just put down every single thing that I need, like that needs doing, whether it's as small as sending an email to cancel something or as big as like sending an invoice to a client and everything in between. Yeah. There's always so many like 
quote unquote little things that we could do that is easy to knock off the list, but also don't really move the needle at all for our business. And so understanding, like you said, like, what are your priorities? And so what I have been doing in that is I only do three to five things that like, I know what will make me actually move the needle. Like what is going Mm -hmm. to drive a sale or um, create some customer loyalty or, you know, have some interaction on social media? Like what is something that's actually going to make me feel accomplished, I guess, is usually the, the at the end of the day where I get to. And so I've narrowed it down to like three to five. And then I do write other things, but it's I only do those other little things if I've done the first things. Because yeah. it's sometimes it is just so much easier. And you do sort of feel productive because you're not doing nothing. Yeah. But you're not yeah, you're doing like, the right things. Y- you're you're like oh yeah I checked off all these things but then in the end yeah it, it's got to be balanced and I think that's actually one thing that I realized last year was that I was doing all these little things but I wasn't like working on my own business like on the inside like I was doing a bunch of stuff for clients and like yeah sure I was still posting on Instagram but like I wasn't focusing on the things that my business needed, like mm-hmm. the major marketing, like, oh my gosh, I had so many ideas and I was not making the time to do any of them. Um, and, you know, internal things like getting templates together or different workflow processes, like reworking them, all that kind of stuff. Like I just wasn't doing it because I felt like, oh, I got to do all these other little things. Um, and I just had to realize like, if I want to move my business forward and have actual growth, like I need to be working on those. Mm-hmm. So I did, um, work on kind of time blocking thing. I'm, (laughs) I've worked a lot on like what I think is the best way to time block that works for me. Yeah. And I think I've come up with a plan that's like very general and broad and kind of still allows for some fluctuation in how you do things. But basically like, um, my morning time up until about 1230 is time to work on my business from 1230 to 130 is time to answer emails. And then I have my lunch break. And then from like three to 530 is time to work on client stuff. And so that kind of just helps me like, it makes me I have to work in this time block on my own business. So it like gives me that free time where I'm not feeling guilty because I'm not working on a client project or whatever. Um, And it just kind of helps me stay on track for that. And currently I'm like working with someone we meet every morning and we're going down a whole list of things to do. So again, like I have that accountability of like, I have to work on these things for my business because like I'm getting on a Zoom call with someone. (laughs) Yeah, someone is going to ask me what I did for my business this week. And I have to have something to say. If you love what we do here at Design Speaks Podcast, we'd love for you to become one of our regular supporters. Our patrons get the chance to give us input on new season topics, listen to extended guest interviews, and get early info on upcoming offers. We literally could not do this without you. Go to patreon.com slash design speaks and become a patron today. You can also support design speaks by taking a minute to rate and review us on iTunes, share an episode with a friend or send us a quick note to hello at design I love the blocks idea um, to keep from like productive procrastination. Um, I've tried various things and I will say like, it is a lot more difficult when you've got kids in homeschool and stuff. Yeah. And, um, we the kids went back to school um, two days a week uh, last 
last week. Um, the thing is that Kenny still is home on Fridays, so I only have one day, al- like, completely alone. Yeah. And, like, he'll let me work, and he'll do his own thing, but I definitely feel feel a little more pressure to like not just be holed up in my office while he's home on his day off. So I think um, that's actually a really good idea. What I had been doing for for a while was doing like the the Pomodoro timer thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I've heard great things about which which works out well for me um, when I have a full day. But I think the block thing could possibly work like when other people are here. So it's like, this is, this is the block where you guys need to like not bother me. (laughs) Yeah. But when you have it blocked off like that too, like then if you're looking at your to-do list and you're like, okay, I only have like, let's say two hours in this block to work on X Mm -hmm. category. Like you're going to just naturally pick the things that are the most important because you've only got limited time for that. Instead of just being like, Oh, I have all day to do whatever. It's like cramming (laughs) the night before tests. You just know yeah. you only have so much time. And then it's like, oh, crap, I got to focus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, too, it's really important um, to understand, like, where your energies are, like, throughout the day. So mm-hmm. for me, I know that my my peak hours are between, like, 6.30 a.m. and, like, 2. If I have all of that time, that's, like, peak work time for me. But if I only have, like if I only have the morning, like that's when I have to put like all the major creative, like where most of my brain juice goes is in that portion of time, because that's when I know I have the most energy and things that don't take as much of it, like answering emails, maybe um, things that are a little bit more administrative. Yeah, um, need to like take the backseat to the afternoon portion. Yeah, that's a smart way of doing things too, is know what what you're doing <laughs> or how, how you need to be doing things. Give me one second. Caden, the answer is no. Please go out and close the door. Close the door, please. <laughs> I showed him this. Work on math now. He crawled around with a post-it that said, can I have a candy first? (laughs) Oh, man. Sorry. I was a little distracted. That's okay. Okay. So, I didn't hear the last sentence of what you said. Now I have to remember what it was. (laughs) He was, like, poking Um, my leg under here, and I'm like... (laughs) I think I was just agreeing and saying, like, you need to know um, how you work best to kind of figure things out. Yeah, there was actually a clubhouse room that I was a part of where um, someone was talking about how to balance, like, your energies with the things that you need to do. Um, And I think that it's really it's really hard to do that, especially like if you don't have the opportunity to do so. But I think that. I think for me, sometimes productive procrastination, the the only thing that I can say for it um, that it does do well for me, I think, is sometimes if I'm having a hard time getting into just a general motivated state, yeah, just to start doing something. Yeah. So I even if that's agree. like loading the dishwasher, even though that's not necessarily a priority by any means, it's like, okay, I'm working, I'm doing something. It gets the ball running. Yeah. 
but just don't not running running balls can't run but you can (laughs) (laughs) just to kind of get yourself in the space where like okay i can do something and now i need to actually go do the important things yeah um there was something else that i wanted to um talk about and um there's this the idea that in order to get motivated to be productive you have to like just get away like just just get outside and take a breather and i feel like that's just another way of procrastinating acting like you're just trying to clear your head and it's i think that if you if you don't manage it well enough that getting outside can turn into always just needing to get outside and then you still never get anything done um, yeah, I think it goes back to that awareness of yeah. like knowing what you're actually doing. Are you doing this to like for the benefits of it and then you're going to actually go and like buckle down and do it? Or are you procrastinating somewhere just in yeah. a different form? Yeah, and also planning. So those are the last two things I wanted to talk about, like planning so much that you don't actually do something. Um, so just staying stuck in planning mode because you can only plan so much before it is actually procrastinating. So unless plan X, Y, Z is on the list for today, you're probably procrastinating with that. And I definitely fall into that. And I, I didn't even notice I was doing it until I was planning my course. And Kenny was the one that pointed it out. He was like, you've been planning this for a really long time. You're ready. You just, he's like, you can stop researching. You need to stop making to-do lists and checklists and all the things and just actually sit down and like do something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, those are all like pretty easy traps to fall into. But that's that's basically it. I just, I know it's hard, but it's so important to understand what like real productivity looks like. And it doesn't look the same for everybody. So mm-hmm. what that looks like for you might be focusing on the laundry and the dishes and then after everyone's gone to bed and you feel better about doing your work then like maybe that is the best productivity for you so it's a lot of self-awareness a lot of questioning your own motives like you would question (laughs) your children if you have kids like I know (laughs) that you don't actually really need to be doing that right now Um, and then like really do something to try and change those habits um, it is hard, but it is so worth it. And I know that when I keep to my Pomodoro timer and my top three things every day at the end of the week, I will, I'm like, man, I got some work done as opposed to, I think I'm going to make another reel cause it's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, that's our episode for today. If you would, please be sure to leave us a review over on iTunes. And as always, you can leave us a note over on our Instagram at Design Speaks Podcast. And you can find all our current and past episodes at designspeakspodcast.com. Design Speaks is produced by Kenneth Niffin and Dakota Cook. Shout out to Colin from Vespertine for our amazing theme music. This podcast is a project by me, Brandy C., and is recorded in the shadow of the watermelon pink Sandia Mountains near Albuquerque, New Mexico. As always, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Till next time.